Welcome in to the Fun Astrology Podcast for the second day of Libra season. Thomas Miller, September 23rd. Glad you are here. We've got a couple of interesting things to talk about, and then we're going to do a listener question that came in that is relevant to where things are and even what we talked about yesterday. By the way, if you'd like to leave one of those medical questions for Stephanie, you can either email them or do the speak pipe thing on the website, uh, funastrology.com, right at the top and leave a question like you're going to hear in just a few minutes, and we will answer medical questions up to a point, I mean, with what can be done, and Stephanie will jump on those, but we need a few to prepare when we complete the uh, rest of the series that we're doing now in three weeks. Now, one of the things that I wanted to do, kind of play with on Libra, you know, we've talked about the signs now for a couple of years as the sun rolls around, and we typically do a little bit of something on the characteristics of a new sign and we kind of ran out of a little bit of time yesterday, but I wanted to throw this in and a great time to do it. So here are some physical characteristics of Libra. So maybe think of a Libran that you know, if you're not one, or if you are, wonder, hmm, how many of these things seem to fit? Are you taller in stature with an elegant figure? Maybe you have blue eyes fair skin. If you are more experienced in years, you might have some ruddiness in the skin appearance. Maybe you have brownish or blonde hair. Usually good teeth and nails comes with the sign of Libra. For Libra men, do you part your hair more toward the middle of your head than toward the side? And do you have a congenial, kind kind of nature with a happy disposition? Are you persuasive, perhaps artistic, neat and orderly? And do you like a little bit of the stage? Maybe not as much as our Leo friends, but you don't mind being recognized. Well, if any of those tend to make your lip curl up and smile just a little bit, those are some fun little aside Libra characteristics that sometimes don't get recognized. Now, yesterday we talked about some of the action that's going to be taking place in Libra over the next 30 to 45 days. Here is a great question from one of you on that very topic. Hi, Thomas. My name's Kiana. Ever since Mars entered Libra, I've been noticing a lot of tension in my relationships. For reference, I'm an Aries sun and my Mars is in Sagittarius. Do you think that Mars being in Libra is the cause of this tension? Any insight would be really helpful. I love the podcast. Thanks so much. Thanks, Kenna. And your question is great for all of us, even though you're asking about some specific things to your own chart, because, yes, the Mars entering. See, you noticed how she said it happened when Mars entered Libra. And this is what we've been talking about with Mars being grumpy. Now, let me walk back a couple of dates and we can look back at when the last couple of times that Mars entered Libra were. So the previous one, we have to go back two years. It was October 4th of 2019. Now, that was, you know, a very key time in our history collectively. But you might think back in your own life to what happened in the fall, the last quarter of 2019, just ahead, of course, of COVID. 
Now, with Mars, we're just under two years, so we walk it back again. This is the third week of October, October 22nd, 2017. Think about what happened then, 2017, 2018. Then we end up at November 2015, and that's as far back as we can go here for this purpose. But think back to what happened then. So first of all, you can start to look for patterns. Now, if we were looking at this question in somebody's own chart, I would want to know what the structure of the seventh house is, because that's the house of relationships. She's obviously asking a relationship question. So we'd need to know whether the seventh house had, for example, Mars in it in Sagittarius. But what's the structure and what are the aspects of Mars relating to our relationship house? Now, because we really don't do personal chart stuff here because it doesn't apply to everybody, let's talk about the collective. And that goes back to exactly what we were talking about yesterday. So I would imagine that there are some aspects of some kind of nature to Canna's seventh house because when Mars moved into Libra, boom, it fired off these relationship challenges. And yes, see, a grumpy Mars is going to trigger and challenge some of the areas where your own Mars is or is aspected to. So this is really a great observation because if you've been feeling some of these challenges over just the last, well, 10 days because Mars moved into Libra on September 15th. So really the lesson here of how to do this in your own chart is to know the house structure. And this is something that we go into great detail on the 101 course is what houses rule what things. So instantly you would know to drop in on the seventh house relationships, and then you start to look at where Mars is related to that based on what's going on in your own life. But yes, I would expect that if you're feeling a particular area of tension and you were to find the house that covers or rules that area and look at how Mars was aspecting it, very likely it could be in some kind of tense aspect, yes. So then the question, well, when is Mars clear of Libra? October 31st, Halloween, when it moves back home into Scorpio. A couple of aspects for today, and then I'm going to jump out of here. Venus opposes Uranus early this morning, 5.40 a.m. So chances are when you get up and are listening to this, it has already happened. Venus across the chart from Uranus. That's a really easy way to explain that. Think of, think of new young love meeting for the first time. That's the thumbs up side of that aspect. And then think about the breakup as being the other because you found something that you weren't supposed to find somewhere you weren't supposed to find it. There's the opposition. Uranus surprises either way. The other one that I just wanted to mention real quick, the moon ends this long overnight void, of course, moving into Taurus at 8.37 Eastern Time this morning. So you've got a nice Taurian curl your toes in the earth and enjoy the ground and nature over the next couple of days. Back for TGI Friday tomorrow, Stephanie Saturday, and then a surprise for you, a little fun conversation on Sunday, taking on a great listener question. See you back tomorrow. Bye-bye.